Ladies and gentlemen, my name is AJ, aka the visionary, aka the adversary of wrestling conversation, aka your host. I am proud to finally announce the launch of my podcast, Wrestling is Too Much Fun. This is all about the love of professional wrestling. It doesn't matter if you're a lifelong fan, a new fan, or simply curious. This is where you'll get to hear fun and hard-hitting wrestling conversation. Now, I'm a black woman, and I love wrestling. I want to hear more voices like mine talking about wrestling. Each week, we will have recurring guests as part of our hard-hitting lineup that will go down like this. We'll kick things off with Break It Down, where I'll cover the hottest topics in wrestling. You'd be so surprised how many real-life issues play out in the wrestling world. You know that wrestling isn't real, right? Shut up, fam, because it's real to me. The first part of the double main event is no holds barred. This is where somebody well-known or famous comes to lay the smackdown on me about wrestling in interview form. This week's special guest is none other than wrestling historian Ryan Skillet Albert. My earliest wrestling memory would be WrestleMania 6. It was between Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. The second part of the double main event is the Rock and Suck Your Mum review. Guests are invited to bring a match they rate, and then I decide if it rocks or sucks. But before we get into all of that, let me tell you why I love wrestling. Wrestling was a big part of my childhood. Even though my own father questions my love for wrestling, little does he know he's the one that started it all. One day, my dad came home with a fresh PlayStation 2 box with two games. One game was Metal Gear Solid and the other, Smackdown Just Bring It. I was immediately captivated by the sight of The Rock and the big bold letters of just bring it. From that day, me and my cousins would sit in a circle in front of the TV and play that Smackdown game for hours. I would play as Bradshaw while my other cousins would choose characters like The Undertaker and Kane. Wrestling brought family and friends together. We used to watch a lot of wrestling on TV. Do you want to know why? The WWE brought out do not try this at home messages on TV. It's because me and my cousins would not hesitate to mimic the moves we saw on TV. I would dive off the top corner of the bed while my cousin was sprawled out on a pile of mattresses. And another cousin would count one, two, ah! He kicked out, how ref? It was amazing. Seriously though, do not try this at home. I am not liable for any injuries, broken skulls or ripped apart spleens. I like to talk trash as well. So in between our matches, I would grab the remote control, hold it like a microphone 
lay down a verbal smackdown on my opponent and let them know that I would never give up. As I've grown up, my perspective of wrestling has changed. I love it in a more intricate way, mainly due to these things. Wild characters and detailed storytelling. The best wrestling characters have larger than life personas with interesting backstories. When I say storytelling, I don't mean bringing a book and reading it in the ring. I'm talking about how wrestlers can perform an intricately choreographed fight with themes of power, pride, and overcoming trials and tribulations. Something that I strive to do in my everyday life. Right, I've said what I've said, let's get down to business. It's time for us to break, 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 break it down. Here's the latest wrestling news loaded with controversial views. On Sunday the 27th of August 2023, American professional wrestling company All Elite Wrestling, or AEW for short, held their first ever pay-per-view event in the UK called All In at Wembley Stadium. There was lots of in-ring action, but there was also a madness going on backstage. AEW wrestlers CM Punk and Jungle Boy Jack Perry were involved in a backstage brawl moments before Punk's match against Samoa Joe. There were lots of rumours about the altercation at first, but online sports platform Pro Wrestling Insider confirmed that after Perry's match, there was indeed an altercation involving Punk. Several sources claim Punk went after or even hit Perry. Punk's issues with Perry stem from reports that Punk was against the idea of Perry using real glass in his match. This led to a backstage confrontation between the two. CM Punk and Jack Perry faced disciplinary action stemming from their backstage altercation at All In. We just want to know, how did the beef start? Where does CM Punk, Jack Perry and AEW go from here? I mentioned before that I'd be having recurring guests. So allow me to introduce my first ever guest. Take the stage. You've heard of the EST? Get ready for the HBIC. Head baddy in charge and I'd be living at large. AKA Nash Wheeler. AKA when she there shoots, she don't miss. Word to mellow. AKA Y2C. You know it's your girl, it's Chids. So, let's break this CM Punk news down. Let's break it down. Break it down. It's been going and going and and going and and still going. There's never, there's like, it's never ending at this point. Like, it's just, once you think, ah, the end is coming, the end is nigh, something must happen. Once you think you can rest, there's no rest. There's no rest. There's no rest for the wicked. There's no rest for the wicked. There's no rest for the the wicked. And the man is moving like a very wicked man. man. Oh, God. So, what's the gist of it, basically? Well, um, apparently, according to sources, Dave Meltzer, Son Rossap, it was an allocation or like a altercation. altercation that happened 
with Jack po- Jack Perry and CM Punk mm. before All In started. And I read somewhere briefly that it was over a fact that I think CM Punk gave unwarranted advice. Yeah. Because I think they planned that windshield moment mm-hmm. where we saw Jack Perry put Hook through the windshield and then Punk said, it's not a good idea to do that. Um, from then on, I'm not really sure. But I mean, it's, it sounds like sound advice. It's... <sighs> It sounds like good advice, but maybe just unwarranted advice is just unwarranted advice. True. And like sometimes you just don't need to hear things. That's actually very true. But then again, it's just like, what is the difference between? Because for example, we got Chris Jericho, mm. who's obviously got years above CM Punk. No offense to, I mean, in terms of experience, yeah, he's got years above CM Punk. But what is Chris Jericho doing that nobody complains about him? And why can't CM Punk do that? I just feel like Chris Jericho knows how to carry himself. True. Like in a professional manner and in like a, a stage man, he just mm-hmm. knows the difference. Yeah, his and stage he knows, presence. He knows how to talk to people. Yeah, this is even from back in the day, like when he was in WWE, WWF, mm-hmm. WCW. He knew how to carry himself and talk to people. CM Punk is just a guy from Chicago. That's true, and I think that's his unique it's, selling point. Like, it's his He's unique like, selling I'm the Chicago made it's guy. A, it's a unique selling point to a fault. Yeah, because that's the, just the way he carries himself, and. I think a lot of people, again, like we said, it's unwarranted. And Punk, I feel like, is one of them guys who's like, yeah, I was in the I was in the depths of the indies. I was, you know, I was the E guy. I've been through thick and thin. You know, like those guys from yeah. the 90s, like when you cry about workplace racism and then he's like, well, back in my day, that man used to say anything and I just had to take it up on the head. I feel like there's a point you can be yourself, but it just rubs people the wrong way. I guess so. And it's like a new generation of wrestlers as well. Jack Perry is very... A lot of AEW stars is very young. They're very young. And I think maybe CM Punk came in thinking that all of these guys are young. They're going to look up to me. They're going to idolise me. But it doesn't... It it doesn't run like that. It doesn't seem like that. But the fact that they had a fight before All In... Why can't he pick on somebody his own size? Who is his own size? It's like, it's always Jack Perry. Who else did he fight with? The young Young bucks. They're all his size, bro. Okay. They're all his size. But Jack Perry's young. Yeah, he's young. But like... My thing is, why did Jack attack him first? That's actually true. Why? Need to find out. I want to know why. <laughs> why did you attack him first? Why did you attack your eldest okay. first? Yeah, he gave you a warranted advice, but you didn't need to. You didn't need to hit him. I think he just wanted to. Maybe he's taking his new character a bit too seriously. <laughs> like, we get it, Jack. You're a bad boy. You're, you're a, a bad, bad boy, boy now. Bad man from the bad man. No music. Block. We get you're a bad boy <laughs> with your Beethoven. <laughs> First of all, you don't need to atta- you don't need to attack people. It's okay. It's okay. Be take nice. a breather. Relax. Take, be, it, take be a like, fact, Be like Hook. Be like Just Hook. Don't do anything. Just don't. <laughs> but then again, Hook has got his dad to guide him because Taz again. Taz is a small guy. Sorry, you're moving like Christian. Like <laughs> Jack Perry doesn't have a dad. <laughs> I mean, Christian pretty much said your dad is gone. So <laughs> it's not his fault. But anyways, bad to see him, Punk. I just feel like he needs to take a break. I think we have to rewind a bit. And see where this kind of stemmed from this whole, you know, cloud of like CM Punk just not being liked backstage. Obviously, the most high profile one was with the Young Bucks and Kenny Kenny Omega. Omega. And Hangman. And Hangman. And then even the Hangman one... I didn't see an issue with that. Hangman was just... I think he just said a bit... A few... He said a few words and then Punk took it to heart. But then again, this is what I'm saying about Punk. If Jericho came up to him and said the same thing, he wouldn't step to Jericho. But then knowing Jericho, Jericho can stand up for himself. He can. So... 
I'm thinking that maybe he just, like I said, I think My, it's a... I just think that this CM Punk thing has gone on for way too long. Yeah. And like, I've been hearing reports that he he even hates working at AEW now. <laughs> he said, and I'm like, I hate this place. I'm like, everybody needs to just relax. Like, take a take a cup of tea. Take a breather. Take a breather. I think, he, I think the adrenaline was in their souls because they all just had all in. Like Wembley. Words of Cody Wembley Rhodes. is a big arena. It's a big era, but the, just... the vibe was insane. Everybody's emotions is on 2.5 million. Yeah. Like, you have to question yourself. Nothing like, is making sense. I think, <laughs> is it a work or is it a shoot? shoot. I don't know. <laughs> they work themselves know. into a shoot. I don't know. I don't I know. I just feel like CM Punk needs to solve his issues, okay? His wife needs to talk to him. AJ Lee. She needs to, she needs to have a sit down and just chat with him. Sit down. About his behavior at work because it, it's not appropriate. <laughs> it's not appropriate. It's not work, appropriate. Workplace. Like from time, CM Punk's workplace etiquette is just horrible because from time when he was at the presser doing all of that in front of tony khan but then again like i said it's but to be fair who would have worked with him afterwards let's just think about it i mean nobody wants to work nobody with wants him. to work with him <laughs> nobody wants to work with him especially um the young bucks they do they don't want to be... fight why would you fight the bosses they don't even want to be on the show <laughs> why would you fight the bosses like and then still live to see the day in your employment your contract is still there. You're fighting Kenny Omega. You're fighting the young... You're fighting the elites backstage. You're fighting your bosses. You're fighting HR. You're fighting no, He's been VP. fighting his bosses. You're fighting... He's been fighting his bosses. He's been doing this since WWE. I'm speechless. But it's like unnecessary big balls. Like this second city saint. This saviour... Who is he saving? Who is he saving? He's just... Cool. See, this is why he's my good, but he's not my good. Because who are you saving? But alas, what can we do? What can we really what do? What can we say, in fact, about this man? <sighs> See, I'm that's it. That's that's literally what we can say aside. See, I'm because and it's such a shame because all in was, was so, so good. good. I had well, no, I had one bad thing to say about it, but we'll get there. We'll get there. All in but overall, was fantastic. It was amazing. I loved it at the time of my life. The time of my life, only for it to be. Shadow uh, for me to this. come on Twitter and and see this and see that oh CM Punk has had an altercation and I'm with like Jack again, Perry. bro. Like it's it, I I don't know. Tony Khan needs to do something. He needs to do something. I need to do, do something fast. You need to do something like there needs to be there needs to there be needs some to be a kind of, I'm sorry, this suspension is is not enough for me. Exactly, and I think it's because like I said. CM Punk knows he knows his worth. He's big. He's a yeah. big. He's a draw. But obviously, this attitude is not so, that much of a draw to be getting booed out of Wembley. Booed out Wembley. I thought people would be screaming down for CM Punk because I was the we only one scre- screaming. We, we were, were screaming down screaming for CM Punk. <laughs> I was looking my eyes. What do you see? Cult and somebody told me to shut up in the back. <laughs> I said, "Wow." <laughs> we were looking at us like I said, "Oh." <laughs> I said, why are you trying for CM Punk? I'm like, because I like him. I said, CM Punk. But then... (laughs) I said, oh. But then Samoa Joe came out and everyone was going crazy. Bro, Samoa Joe was over as hell. But I think he was over because they were trying to go (laughs) over, over. (laughs) I mean... Wow. You see yourself become the villain. That's it. That's really it. CM Punk, man... Honestly... I was rooting for you. 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 We were all rooting for you. You come and do this. I don't know. Did he come in frustrated? Because prior to that, I saw that 
when he came to Heathrow, there was a, I'm sure you saw it um, on some outlets, like no DQ and stuff yeah. like that. So what happened? Um, landed in Heathrow, no transport for CM Punk. I don't think anybody was there to meet him. So he literally went on London Underground, London Dutty Stinking Underground. He went on the Bakerloo line. On the Bakerloo ground. Do you dusty, know what the Bakerloo line is? Do you know the amount of dust do you know in the Bakerloo Baker line? Is? Yeah. The Bakerloo line is line. the one that, it's the one line where I do not think there was any sort of renovation, rejuvenation, anything. The Bakerloo line, the dusty line, you had... You can cough and there'll be dust. You had your biggest star. J- just sitting there. Just sitting there. Now, I understand some famous people like to come in and, and you know, experience the London Underground. Like, I know Bro, Rihanna... said there were no cars for him. I know Rihanna did that. I know Jay-Z did that. Some politicians, Tony Blair did that. Um, what's it called? He said there were no cars for him there to take no him to, to, for the, CM to the Punk. hotel or the airport. For Chicago made punk, chick magnet punk, Philip Jack, Jack Brooks. Brooks, CM Punk. Wow, what a life! Pepsi Max Punk. What a life! I still think it was so unjustified for you to have CM Punk with his suitcases on the Bakerloo line to go to his hotel. That for me was unacceptable. I'm just thinking, my man tapped his card like a commuter. <laughs> He, he was commuting. He was commuting to. He had to <laughs> buy. And you know how much oyster cards are. He had to buy a travel card. He had to buy an oyster card. Oh no, that's actually really peak when I think about it. And he had to tap. Imagine it declined. It went red. It went blue. It went No, I'm sorry. I would. Sorry, I would. No wonder he. No wonder he hates AEW now. Sorry, I would report to you. To the Federal Agency for Workers Anonymous <laughs> in the United States of America because you cannot me that's that really is bringing millions of people to watch. You're putting me on the Bakerloo line, and that's not even out of choice. Like I said, there's famous people more famous than CM Punk who had a choice to go on the underground. You are making me do it out of no choice. Nah, sorry, I am writing that letter to the state attorney. <laughs> I'm having my lawyers involved. I'm having my district attorney, my the, the, the Chicago mayor, and I'm reporting your your company for fraud <laughs> because the company you and I'm blocking you on social media and everywhere. I would block because you, you can't do that to me. You can't just be having punk CM Punk, the guy who was in WrestleMania. How many times championship? Do you, I don't you think the underground kids about WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> no. They don't care. <laughs> because I was thinking, did anybody not notice that CM Punk was on the train? They did. The fans were there. They took the picture and they pointed at him. Because I would have been screaming. If oh. I saw CM Punk on the train, I would be like, screaming at him. I'm man. scared to approach Punk because I've heard stories because he's also like a bit unfriendly. Uh, well, we can see that now clearly. We can, I mean, <laughs> to be honest. We can see that clearly. How can you come back? One year, you've had two fights. Two fights. Is everything okay with you? Hey AJ, it's Chris. I know I'm recording you right now and I'm sorry to interrupt, but breaking news, news just in. CM Punk has officially been fired from AEW. As of right now, he is no longer part of All Elite Wrestling. So CM does not mean cash money because CM Punk is currently unemployed. It's time for the first part of the main event. No holds barred. A 
a set of quick-fire questions where special guests take you deep into their world of wrestling. Today's guest is Ryan Albert, better known as Skillet. Skillet is a DJ, rapper, lifelong wrestling fan, and co-host of the Kick Out podcast with One Extra's DJ Ace. Accolades upon accolades. I'm proud to have Skillet as my first ever guest to share his wrestling love story. In your opinion, What's the biggest difference between watching wrestling live on TV and watching it in person? I think the experience is, is just totally different. I mean, don't get me wrong. When you're at home, you know, the commentators will do their job. The wrestlers will do their job. The crowd participation, you can get all into it and you can be excited to watch it at home. But when you're there live in person, it's just on a complete different level. The energy of the crowd is different. You feed off that. You know, you get goosebumps while you're watching it. The performance will, you know, excite you. The entrances as well. Oh my God, the entrances when you're watching it live, it's just on a whole different level, man. You have to be there. So who was your favourite wrestler growing up and why? Oh man, there's so many. I'm going to say Brett the Hitman Hart. What he did in that ring was just outstanding. He's still one of the best workers today. I don't think anyone could touch him if I'm honest with you. And, um, and I just liked his personality. He was a good guy, you know, and he was a good bad guy, but he was just such a nice role model for children. And I think, yeah, he's probably my favourite. I know you're a big music guy. You love music. You live and breathe music. But I want to know, what would be your theme music if you were a wrestler? <laughs> um, hmm, that's a good question. If it was a hip hop song, I think I would choose Victory by Puff Daddy, Busta Rhymes and Notorious B.I.G. Uh, if it was Grime, I think it would be Extra from Rough Squad. If it was Country, I think I would come out to um, Sovereign Knights. By. <laughs> I can't remember the artist's name now. What's his name? Seven Nights. What's his name, man? Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Campbell. That's who I would come out to. Seven Nights by Glenn Campbell with a straw hat and a straw in my mouth saying, yeah. I'd be like, hold on, right? This doesn't make any sense. You're from the UK. What's going on here? To finish up, I want to ask you, Skillet. What do you love the most about wrestling? I love the originality of wrestling. There's no other piece of entertainment like wrestling. The the drama, the story, the sportsman like the the what you get in the ring in terms of the the technical sports aspect, but also the characters, the the larger in life characters that you get, the gimmicks. Um, you know, these guys, you know, and I respect what they do, you know, they, they put their bodies on the line, you know, nearly 365 days a year and they just keep going and they, they don't, they, they reach different heights to entertain us as, as fans and I just love it, I just love all of it. It's just a spectacle and it's crazy and it's so unpredictable and it's always refreshing. It's, there's stuff about wrestling that can be stagnant and same old, same old, but they will always find a way to be original as well. The second part of the main event, The Rock and Suck Your Mum Review. You'll hear recaps and ratings of matches old and new. As I mentioned before, on Sunday the 27th of August 2023, professional wrestling company All Elite Wrestling, or AEW for short, held their all-in pay-per-view at Wembley Stadium. The event marked AEW's debut in the United Kingdom and was the promotion's first pay-per-view outside North America. All In was also the first wrestling event to be held at Wembley Stadium since WWE SummerSlam in 1992. 
over 81,000 fans, including myself and Chidera, witnessed history and saw some amazing matches. AEW All In has since broken records and, at the time of this recording, is the third largest wrestling event in history. Chidira and I are going to review a couple of matches from the event. But before we go All In on All In, <laughs> get it? Let's revisit when AEW CEO Tony Khan revealed the big news. Five years ago, before AEW was founded, four pioneers, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega put on a show called All In. It was the biggest independent wrestling show of all time and it got interest from around the world. Now Flash, five years later, AEW is going to make our debut in London, England, Sunday, August 27th for the first ever AEW All In. It's going to be one of the biggest shows in the history of the company, AEW All In, August 27th in London, England. AEW's debut in London is a huge event, and now here to announce the site of AEW All In London is a man cut from the same cloth as those visionary pioneers five years ago. It's Adam Cole, baby. And listen, I'll get right to it. On August 27th, AEW All In is coming to London Wembley Stadium. So Chidera, yes. I am excited for this part. I'm the reviews. Excited. What match are we reviewing today? We are reviewing Soraya versus Britt Baker versus Tony Storm versus Akari Shida. Okay. All right. Okay. We are starting off with the hateration. So before we kick off the reviews, here's a recap on how we got to the one, to the only, women's match at AEW All In 2023. Hikaru Shida had the best reign as AEW Women's World Champion of, I think, anyone. She was a champion during the pandemic, so she was competing in front of no one. A very emotional victory for the new AEW Women's World Champion! You saw the crowd reaction when she defeated Tony Storm to become the AEW Women's Champion. The heart of a champion, the instincts of a champion! They're all toxic, they're all backstabbing. It's disgusting. We have the powerful wrestlers. We have the very quick wrestlers. We have women with attitude. Hikaru Shida, Dr. Britt Baker, and Tony Storm, they know what it takes to be on top here in all elite wrestling. We're all four fighting for one title. These are four of the best wrestlers in all of professional wrestling. Let's talk about it. Let's really <laughs> talk about it. So we had Soraya, mm -hmm. Tony Storm, yep. Hikaru Shida. Yep. And Britt Baker. DMD. A fatal four-way match for the women, AEW Women's Championship. Mm. First of all... I'm so glad that they let Shida come out last. I'm so glad. <laughs> Her entrance was fantastic. Do you know what? All three of them, I think three of them oh, had... The, their entrances were good. Three of them, fantastic entrances. I did like the fact that Soraya came out to... Um, um, Queen. Queen. Yeah. And the fact that she came out well, with her, her family. family was nice. That was very was sweet, really sweet. But very predictable but was, because then we kind of just knew. We just knew what was going to happen. We just knew what was going to happen. And I was like, oh, never mind. Tony Storm and this new gimmick. She wants to be Marilyn Monroe. I don't. I'm, and I can't lie for me. It's working. It's working. <laughs> I get it. I've seen the clips on Collision. 
and I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. You know what? Each to their own. Cause I and the fact think... that she was cussing out England like a week ago and then she came out to um, the anthem. To God Save the Queen. God Save the Queen. Sorry, that's, that's genius. That's so smart. You're so smart, Tony Storm. You're so smart. Why are you sad at me? Because I just think I, Tony Storm. I have my views on Tony Storm. What views do you have? I just don't think she's all that. Neither do I. I just, I just, I just like the gimmick. Britt Baker for me, I was living. I was not living. I, I was live for living Britt for Britt Baker's entrance. I would do the DMD part, but that's the, everyone that's what was I saying DMD, that's and I was like, I yeah. Other than that, I don't. <laughs> I loved. I loved her. Entrance. I don't. I don't see the hype of Britt. And Hakara Shida's entrance was, was, was... I just love Shida. I just love Shida. And I want like, better for her. There's already this talk of her being a transitional champion. Because she was, is a transitional champion. But it's just I, just... I feel like it's a bit unfair. Sorry, spoiler alert. She lost. So she's a transitional but champion. But the thing no? is, it's, it's like... She's like one of the four main people who've had like... Didn't she have like the longest run as well? Yeah, in the pandemic era. In the pandemic era. And she carried the pandemic era. She so did. For them to like do this to her... It's peak. I feel like it's peak. But then again, Tony Storm's previous championship run was just crap. I, that's not like, It was just rubbish. Anyway, onto the match. You know oh, what? <sighs> the... Okay. What, where do we start? Where do we start? Okay, so um, let's talk about the fact that it was the only women's match on the card, which is singular. And and, and, and the match and was what? Everybody Eight minutes long. Put the camera on me. Put the camera on me. All you fans that decided to go to the toilet during the, during the women's match, I saw you. We saw you. We recorded I saw it. In you, fact. And I was shouting women's wrestling, and people were smiling at me, laughing like, I need to It's not the funny. It's you not guys clearly don't respect the product. It's not. And, and that's why we only have one women's match on the product. And this is why Tony Khan is out here saying, <laughs> And then when, when somebody asked him, oh, oh, do we think we're going to get more women's matches all out? He didn't answer the question. He didn't answer the question. Because you don't, don't respect it. You don't respect women's wrestling. Simple as. The match was eight minutes long. So let's talk about our favourite spots in the women's match, even though there's not much to talk about. <laughs> there's not much at all, but... Um, but there's a couple spots that we enjoyed. Um, I did particularly like when Britt Baker was doing her finisher. Lockjaw. Lockjaw on Hokari Shida. And um, Shida was like manoeuvring her mouth. It was smart. It was really, it was really smart. smart. Didn't I say like, oh, she should bite her fingers? Yeah, she, well, she said but that. She was literally like, she couldn't put her, she couldn't um, lock in the finisher. Yeah. So I did like that. I found that quite entertaining. I, that was cool. But that just shows you Shida's she, she just, in-ring psychology. There you go. That's the yeah. word. That's the word. <laughs> she knows her she opponents she well. Shida does know. And... Yeah, I I did like that spot very um, much. Personally, for me, it was when Terea had Tony Storm in this like kind of spider like submission, but then mm. Brick Vapor came out of nowhere, like literal nowhere, and just curb stomped Tony's I head. Loved it. I've never, I love I've it. never seen a curb stomp like that. Like Seth Rollins does it, yeah, but not like that. Not like that. And I'm. There was some velocity to that curb stomp. You see, the thing is with Brick Baker, she's the queen of coming out of nowhere and just. Bashing people's heads. That's in. why I live for her sometimes. I don't, but I live. For, <laughs> I live for that moment. No, that was a good. That, that was, was a, a really good, good spot. So onto the final blow. Let's talk about the finish of the match. Rebecca had Shida in the lockjaw. In the lockjaw, Shida yeah. was trying to move her head away, move her head away. The referee was focused on that, and then Zaria came out of nowhere, just pulled in Tony's tool, here with the nightlight DDT. One, two, three, picks up the victory. Picks up the victory. New AEW Women's Champion. There you go. Whether we like it or not. That's what we have. That's what we have. That's what we have. And here we are. <laughs> I'm not happy, but here we are. Here we are.
So AJ. Yes, ma'am. Saraya. Mm-hmm. Versus Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. Versus Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Versus Karushida. Mm-hmm. Do you think that match rocked or sucked? That match sucked. As in, suck your mom, suck. That she was, was horrible. So quick with it. That was, there was no hesitation, no I thinking said, about suck it. Suck your mother with that As match. In, everybody, <laughs> go, go to bed and lie down and think about what you did. That was bad. Okay, Chidera. Mm. What is the second match we are going to review from AEW All In 2023? The second match we're going to review is Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho. Oh. We got to the good, guys. We got to the we good. We got to the good. We finally got to the good. The good oration. The good oration. Let's get it. In this dancery. It's funny because the match was actually a dancery. It was beautiful to watch. So before we review this match, let's take a trip down memory lane and show you how we got to this point, bruv. Oi, Chris, are you actually taking this match seriously? Or is this some type of vanity project to say that your band performed in Wembley Stadium? Bruh, do you understand what Wembley Stadium is? It is the biggest venue in the entire of the UK. This match is going to change my life, bruv. I've got a missus at home and a four-year-old stepson. Hey, here's some news for you guys. The day before I wrestle Chris Jericho, I'm doing an indie. So I'm trying to get as much money together to put my kid through school. This match changes my life, bruv. After this, I shut up, pipe down, bruv. Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho? Wow. Wow, personally, my match of the night. My match of the night. Like, Will Ospreay is a once-in-a-lifetime talent. Once-in-a-lifetime generation. We will never talent. see another, another Will Ospreay. The greatest British wrestler uh, of our time. I don't even have words and to describe him. He's only 30 years he's old. He's only 30. You see, let me take you back into my life, Jadira. Oh, take, me back. take me back. Walk with me. I'm walking. You know when your parents tell you why can't you be like this person? Mm. And then they just name any other... Somebody. somebody else. Why can't my parents tell me, why can't you, you be, be like, like Will, Will Ospreay? Ospreay? I would behave myself if they said if that. If you had told me, why can't you be like Will Ospreay I'll at your be better age? Off. Because me and Will Ospreay are age mates, <laughs> essentially. And Will Ospreay is doing what he's doing? He defeated Okada. He defeated Kenny Omega. He's defeated Chris Jericho. In a year. Wow. What a man. William. 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 I want to be like William. When I grow up, I want to be like William. I want to be like... And she's only two years younger than him. <laughs> and I she want... still wants to be I like him. I want to be like William Shakespeare Osprey. Mm. That's who I want That's to be like when is. I grow William up. William the Shakespeare Osprey. Talent in that ring is... It's insane. It's poetry, in fact. It's poetry in motion. It's Macbeth. It's Romeo and Juliet. Hamlet. <laughs> Much do about nothing. <laughs> Much do about Will, in fact. Wow. Wow. Will, oh. Will Ospreay. 
don't you do that again. In fact, keep doing <laughs> it. Keep doing what you this are doing. This is why you're my rest of the year. No. This is why you're my, you're my no, rest of Will the Ospreay. year. William Osprey. Round of applause for Will Osprey, man. Round of applause I'm, for that you guy. You know what's even making me laugh? People were complaining about this. <laughs> You don't like good. You don't like good things. You don't like good things. You don't like good things because you wanted to complain about the match. Because people were saying, "Why? Why is Chris Jericho facing Will Ospreay? Um, Will Ospreay should be doing something." They wanted, well. they wanted Kenny versus Will Ospreay first. Can that not happen at Wrestle Kingdom? The thing is, that should happen at home ground. It should happen in New Japan. Forget that. Let it simmer. It's a, a New bit. Japan belt. It should happen at Wrestle. It should Kingdom, happen no? at Wrestle Kingdom. We're talking exactly. about Wembley. That's, we that's... first of all, first of all, you people didn't want to hear Fuzzy, yeah. <sighs> Guys, let's, let's, listen. Let's, as, soon as, as soon as they, as soon as they said William Osprey versus Chris Jericho, all I was thinking about my vocals, ready just to sing, warming up the vocals, warming to sing up Judas. my vocal, vocals. You are beautiful. You are mm, beautiful on the inside. What? You know, people you don't, like you don't like good things. You don't like good things. No, you don't like good things. And the fact all, that Chris Jericho, he really did it in that match. The counter to Osprey's finisher move. Wow. Chris, I wow. didn't know you had that in the bag. Chris Jericho. I didn't know you had it in the bag. This... Lionheart. Oh. Christopher Jericho. Wow. Oh. That match. You can still go. Woo. Now, the moveset. The moveset. First of all, can I just say, Will Ospreay, in terms of selling moves, fantastic. I don't feel like we talk enough about Will Ospreay selling. Will Ospreay selling certain moves, like... I even wanted to buy it at that moment in time. With my 1P that's in my account, <laughs> I would have given all my savings and all my future savings and all my future riches. That's how much I was sold. The suplex onto the On apron. On the suplex onto his back the was broken. apron. I thought his back was broken, I can't lie. First of all... He was out for a bit. First of all, do you know the core strength you need to have to be able to hold a man on that thin... I've sat on an apron before, yeah? yeah. It's thin. It's thin. First of all, shout out to Chris Jericho. Because you know the core strength you have to be able to hold a man, a whole full-grown man... Lift him lift back. Him and lift him back. For you, William Osprey, for you to do a roly-poly off the thing, wow. your core strength... Give us the workout. But, honestly, one of my favourite spots. Well, my favourite spot, personally, was Will Ospreay doing, well, attempting to do his finisher, Stormbreaker, on Chris Jericho, and then Chris Jericho countering it into the Lion Tamer. Wow. I was like, Christopher, how did you pull that out of the bag? How did you actually pull that out of the bag? It was like water. I said, wow. Wow. Christopher, is that you? Okay. And this is the people that said that I didn't want this match. I'm reminding you. I'm reminding you. Open your ears. I will keep reposting that video. I will keep reposting you people saying that now we don't want this match. Look what and they, they gave you. And they were putting these out of, the, out, of their, out of their back pocket. You people don't like good things. You don't like good things. You don't like good things. Like That's good what things. I was telling you. I don't like that. No, fantastic match. Honestly, but, uh, those two were the standout, the standout movesets in that match and I still think about it it's still in my head right now the way it was just pulled off and executed the selling so the timing the just wow 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 Christopher Christopher Jericho Christopher and William Osprey and William Osprey like you that was the just, that was really good like even did the damn even things. from the presentation of the entrances when Fozzy gave that queen tribute mm. I Lived. Guys, if I you saw the way I was, I was Queen so much. And I love this. I love it when they make little essence, little touches to British culture. Because people, I think, were complaining about, oh, they're going to get too Brit. No. 
all of these. They like, did Britain off. They did fine, like the Queen tribute with the ales, ales. It was like oh. beautiful, and everybody was doing it with them. It was so nice to see. So nice, and then you had Will Osprey coming in Elevated. that gear, that gear, the cape with the Union Jack. Wow. Listen, Will Osprey's tailor. He needs to drop the details. You need to talk to me. You need to drop talk the details because there's people out there who are ready to go and get married, yeah, and they're going out in like just simple way. I want Will Ospreay's tailor. Give it to me. Whenever I get married, I want that number. Thank you very much. Because Cause the way I was, I was looking and I was singing Elevate, I want. I he felt comes elevated. Up, he comes up on the fly, like I felt elevated. In fact, I felt like I was literally like ascending into Wembley Arena. <laughs> I don't even think... Do we even have recordings? Because I I feel like I was in the moment. I was too in the moment. I was watching the screen and I was watching the ring. I was going up and down. You have to give it to him, man. Give, give it to him times 100, in fact. What's going Honestly, on? Respect like, my goat. Nah. I have too many goats, but respect <laughs> my goat. Can you choose one? Please? I can't choose. <laughs> I have too many goats to can't choose. No, nah, but this is us even talking about the presentation. We haven't even gone into the match. Oh god, the match was so good. The match I could not keep my eyes off. Like I if I missed a part of that match, I was upset. Like everything. You can't take your eyes off Will Ospreay. You can't take your eyes off Will Ospreay of Chris Jericho when they're in the ring. It's like a symphony. Their chemistry was unmatched. Unmatched. Like I didn't have doubts, but like It was like a ballroom dance. A symphony. The ring was there was their ballroom and they were just just gliding they were just, just dancing oh. and just like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen and we got to witness that at Wembley and people were complaining they complimented each other and, and then counted each other so well the moves that Will Osprey was pulling out he did like a senton off the like the rope and I was just like I can't believe I've seen this in real life like how much how many move sets do you have in your arsenal I read I read a tweet, yeah. Somebody said, Yeah, how how many how many finishes does Will Ospreay have? I was like, not enough. In fact, not enough. In fact, every move should be a finish. Every new match he should have a different new finisher. Finish. Because this no. is Will Ospreay that we're talking about. Please, I beg, I beg, I beg. I beg, I beg. Come on. So AJ. Yeah. William Osprey versus Christopher Jericho. All in 2023. Does it rock or does it suck? You see sedimentary rocks, yeah. You see Mount Fuji rock. Not Mount Fuji. You see Mount Kilimanjaro rock. Mount Olympus, in fact. <laughs> you see Mount Olympus rock. You see where Zeus was sat on <laughs> the rock that he was hailing over Greece. That's the kind of rock that this match was. Yeah? It was a almighty rock this match rocked in terms of godly levels zeus put his hand down and said you two will put on a show and he put on the show you can watch aw all in 2023 on fight tv for listening to wrestling is too much fun please remember the world of wrestling is huge so no matter what floats your boat there's always something for you like i say 
Wrestling is too much fun to argue about. Wrestling is too much fun is hosted by yours truly, AJ, AKA The Visionary. Executive producers for Unedited are Andrew Spence and Bernard Achampong. Wrestling is too much fun is produced by Chris Mitchell, AKA The Actual Factual for Breaking Atoms. The theme music was produced by Versi Jones, Who's, Who's That, that Jumping Out the Sky? Shout out to my co-host, Chidira, the head buddy in charge, always living it large. Big up Skillet for the no-holds-barred interview.